Welcome to Cultivating Goodness, the podcast where we refuse to settle for who we are by pushing ourselves and lovingly encouraging those around us to become the best we can be. And in this podcast, we're talking about how to stay away from sin. So if you read the title and clicked on this podcast, or maybe you're just listening to them in a row, but if you at least read the title, How to Stay Away from Sin and clicked on this, I think it's safe to say that there is an objectionable pattern that you are tired of falling back into. You made strong vows that you wouldn't do it again, but you did. So here you are looking for help. If that's you, first of all, be encouraged. This internal battle between flesh and spirit is a sign that you're saved. The Holy Spirit does not let a child of God be comfortable in their sin. The nagging grief that you feel when you fail is God's grace giving you a loving push to choose the right path. Secondly, understand that objects are not the causing factor. They do not make us sin. Inanimate objects are just as much a part of God's creation as you and I are. Sin comes from within our hearts, not from an outside source. As Matthew 15, 11 says, It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the heart. This defiles a person. Take a chair, for example. A chair can be used to bash in someone's head or to assist an elderly lady who could use a seat. Or electronic devices. They can be used for good, they can be used in the redemptive use of technology, or they can be used in cyberbullying or any number of other bad things. Or alcohol. It can be used as medical help, or it can be a way of wasting away one's life. The difference in a chair, electronic devices, or alcohol is in how you use it. It can be used for bad, or it can be used for good. The object doesn't decide that your heart intention of picking up whatever it is and putting it to use decides whether or not. So the sin does not come from the object. It comes from the heart intention and how you are using it. Satan cannot create anything, but he can bend and twist the good everything that God has created. So understand that while objects are, yes, a variable in the equation, they are a factor, your battle against sin lies in the spiritual realm, not the physical world. So with that in mind, Here are three tips to help you choose righteousness. Three steps to help you stay away from sin. First of all, set yourself up for success. This is where objects can play the biggest role. If there is something that's giving you access to or leading you to think about anything less than the things that are above, as Colossians 3.2 says, get rid of it. Or put up barriers, whichever works best or whichever is possible, depending on your situation or whatever it is that you're particularly dealing with. It's the whole idea of where Jesus was talking about it's better to lose an eye or a hand or a finger than to not gain access to the kingdom of God because you are stuck in this sin cycle. So I cannot speak directly to your situation because I do not know why you're listening to this or where you're coming from or what you're struggling with. So Take what I am touching on with a grain of salt and think about it, particularly in your case. How can you set yourself up for success? What can you do to make it easy to choose the right choice? Depending on what the sin issue is that you're struggling with, this could be anything from disabling the web browser on your phone, which I found an article on how to disable Safari on your phone, by the way, if you're an iPhone user and you cannot get rid of Safari, I found a way to get rid of it. I'll link that article down below. Or you could possibly need to do as much walking as possible during the day so that you go straight to sleep at night because you're just physically exhausted. Those are two examples. Again, I can't speak directly to your situation, but think about it. Do you need to disable your web browser? Do you need to delete internet? That's not even possible. To to remove your access to the internet. Or do you need to do as much walking as possible? 
analyze your situation, and be honest about what you need to do, about what's going wrong and how you can help yourself get on the right path. And of course, it's not going to be a one and done type of thing. It's not going to be a blanket statement, blanket coded kind of thing where you can just flip one switch, get rid of one thing, start one habit, and everything be great. We are fallen human beings who do continually fail. That's why we need a savior. That's in part why sin can be a good thing because it reminds us of our brokenness and reminds us that we need a savior and keeps us dependent on our savior. But you can make it better. You can make the situation better and you can set yourself up for success to help you stay away from sin as much as humanly possible. So think about what you can do. Number two, focus your attention elsewhere. You are not going to be able to move forward with much success if you are focusing on the issue. It's the whole idea of you can't go to the next chapter if you keep rereading the last one, or you're going to wreck if you don't take your eyes off the rearview mirror, you know, that kind of thing. So instead of focusing in on the issue, on the thing that you're afraid of, on the mistake that you're afraid that you're going to make, instead of focusing on it, turn your focus elsewhere. If you are struggling with fear, don't think about everything you have to be afraid of, but think about everything that gives you reason to have courage. Or if it's something where you're trying to get over a breakup or a relationship that you lost, Yes, at times you do need to let yourself grieve. You do need to let your eyes be washed with tears so that you can see your situation a little clearer, but don't stay there. Don't focus your attention on everything that you lost. Look around you. Think about all the beautiful things that are still around you, all the beautiful people and opportunities that are still around you and pour into something like, for me, it would be my blog or my podcast, or maybe you like whittling or playing the violin or watching your best friend's kids or your nieces or nephews or something like that. Pour into other people, pour into volunteer activities, pour into something that you're passionate about and work on cultivating that, work on growing that. And then you'll be so busy loving God and loving God's people that you won't even realize that you haven't been thinking about this sin issue that you're trying to keep yourself away from or this thought cycle that wouldn't be very helpful for you to be stuck in to begin with. So do that. Resurrect a lost hobby, pour into people, give of your time and energy at least on a weekly basis. But honestly, do it more on a weekly basis because there's a lot of time in a week and Sunday can feel so far from Sunday when it comes down to it. Focus on what is good and lovely and pure, and you will find that you have no time to reflect on objectionable habits. And then finally, number three, you can help yourself stay away from sin by surrounding yourself with those who are on a similar mission. We were not made to do life alone. God gave us other people for accountability, for encouragement, for correction. Do not try to fight this battle alone. If you truly want to succeed, walk alongside someone who is also running after Christ-likeness. People rub off on people. So if your community, from your perspective, is ahead of you in the path of where you want to go, you're setting yourself up for success. You're setting yourself up to follow suit by being in their company, by hanging out with them, by spending time with them, by doing life with them. Be honest with them and be open to whatever feedback they may have for you. Again, keep in mind that you will fail again. It's just the world we live in. We will not reach perfection or complete conformity to Christ-likeness until we are reunited with Christ. But this is a brokenness that keeps us honest about our fallenness and dependent on our Savior. You can, however, as I mentioned, lessen the consistency of your sin and clean up your messes. Stay aware of your situation and make the right choice when the time comes. Every day has its own set of pressures. 
but God will take care of you tomorrow just as he's taking care of you today. For more insight and resources that are related to this topic, I'll link an article that I've written about how you know you're saved, signs to tell if you're questioning your salvation, if you're questioning your faith and you don't know if you actually are saved. I wrote an article about things that will help you solidify that. There's an article, another article called How to Stop Thinking About It. So if you are particularly struggling with something that has to do a lot with thinking, if you're constantly getting tied up in your head and tripping over a bunch of lines with this string that you've tied yourself up with in your head, I wrote an article about how to stop thinking about this thing that maybe you shouldn't be thinking about or wouldn't be the best to think about. Another article, How to Break a Cycle. So if you feel stuck, if you feel that you're just in this hamster wheel that's spinning around and you're stuck in circles and you can't get out of it, there's a couple steps in this article about how to break a cycle. And then this last one, when you feel guilty for being blessed. So if you are on the self-deprecation side of the spectrum and you're just like, why is my situation like this? Why am I living in this way or being given these opportunities or have this, that, or the other when other people are so much worse off than me? This article specifically addresses that. When you feel guilty for being blessed, here is a way that you can flip that around and not only deal with feeling guilty, with feeling ashamed, but also how you can pour that back out into other people and benefit the lives of those that you feel guilty of being more blessed than. So be sure to check out those blog posts, those articles, and keep cultivating goodness. Stay in this fight. Don't give up. Remember, if you're feeling this internal battle, this internal nag, this guiltiness between flesh and spirit and falling into these cycles, that is God's love speaking into your life and pushing you to choose the right path to go in the right direction. So don't give up. Stay in the fight one day at a time, one day at a time, one choice at a time, one choice at a time. It may not be better today. It may not get better tomorrow, but one day it will. And little by little, little by little in the mundane little by littleness of everyday life you're going to reach the end of this path in an upward trend if you stick to it so fight on soon and very soon we will all be in heaven with him again